time for the fastest hour of radio, Southern Race Week, with your host, William Barber. All right, welcome into the podcast edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you here on one of your favorite podcast locations. We really appreciate you for tuning into the podcast, either via iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, or SoundCloud. And if you are a loyal listener to the podcast, we really appreciate it if you can hit the subscribe button while you're there at the podcast. So that way, every time a new episode is uploaded and ready to go, you'll get a notification to let you know the latest episode of Southern Race Week Radio's podcast is up and available for you. And we have another exciting edition of the podcast coming up for you this week on the program. We're going to be talking with Rev Racing driver LaVar Scott, also truck rookie driver for GMS Racing in the Craftsman Truck Series, Raja Karuth. And also we will speak with turn announcer for the Motor Racing Network and also the host of the Morning Drive on Sirius NASCAR Channel 90, Mr. Mike Bagley. And we really appreciate those fine guests joining us this week on another star-studded edition of the Southern Race Week Radio podcast. And what a great weekend of racing down there at the Daytona International Speedway. I mean, we had the duels, we had the ARCA race, trucks, Xfinity, and then, of course, we wrapped it up with the big one, the Great American Race, the 65th running of the Daytona 500 to kick off the 75th season of NASCAR. And I got to tell you, a lot of great coverage of uh, NASCAR there on Fox. They always do such a great job. So many great kind of uh, commercials and spots they did to kind of highlight the 75th anniversary uh, of NASCAR. So what a great uh, broadcast of the Daytona 500 once again from the fine folks over there at a Fox television. And of course, Fox will be on hand at Atlanta Motor Speedway here in just a matter of weeks to broadcast the Ambetter Health 400 race weekend, which is going to be coming up on Sunday. Let me kick the calendar here. Sunday, March 19th is when the Ambetter Health 400 NASCAR Cup Series race will take place at Atlanta Motor Speedway. And tickets are still available. So if you want to purchase your tickets, just head on over to atlantamotorspeedway.com and also get yourself a campground site as well and enjoy what's going to be a fabulous weekend of racing with the doubleheader on Saturday with the Trucks and Xfinity. They'll also do the Legends and Bandolero races there on Saturday as well. And then Sunday, they'll wrap up the weekend with the big, big one there for the And Better Health 400 NASCAR Cup Series race. Once again, head over to atlantamotorspeedway.com and purchase your tickets and get your campground space. But before we get to our great interviews, once again with LeVar, LeVar Scott, Raja Caruth, and Mike Bagley, we got to do our weekly racing recap. That's right. Now we can finally have a racing recap as we finally had some action out on the track to kick off the season. First, let's take a look at what happened in the Truck Series race as Zane Smith came away with the victory in the Truck Series race and also has punched his ticket to the playoffs. So Tanner Gray was your runner-up. Christian Eckes in third. Colby Howard in fourth. And Grant Enfinger rounding out the top five. And now over the Xfinity Series, it wasn't the Daytona 500, but Austin Hill gladly took the win. Hill won the Xfinity Series opener race last Saturday night for the second consecutive year to diminish some of the sting the Richard Childress Racing driver felt two days earlier when he failed to qualify for the Daytona 500. So Austin Hill comes away with a win and will be into the playoffs for the Xfinity Series. John Hunter Nemechek was your runner-up. Justin Allgaier finishing third. 
Parker Redliff in fourth, and Matt Snyder rounding out the top five. And then over to the big show, the Great American Race at Daytona 500. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. has had a roller coaster career in which he had a fight to keep a job, lost his seat at a NASCAR powerhouse team, and opened his 14th season mirrored in a five-year losing streak. To say this Daytona 500 was a milestone race was an understatement for Stenhouse and for NASCARs. He came away in double overtime under the caution last Sunday night in the longest ever Daytona 500 race, going 212 laps, making it the Daytona 530. So congratulations there to Ricky Stenhouse Jr. there and uh, of JTD Doherty Racing, and they have punched their ticket to the playoffs this year. Uh, Joey Logano was your runner-up. Christopher Bell finishing third. Chris Buescher in fourth. And Alex Bowman rounding out the top five. And I know it's early right now, but here are your playoff standings in the Cup Series. Your top 16 teams will be in the playoffs. Right now, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., number one ranked driver, already into the playoffs with his first win of the season. Joey Logano is second right now. Chris Buescher in third. Christopher Bell is fourth. Alex Bowman fifth. Ross Chastain is sixth. Ryan Blaney is 7th, Kevin Harvick is 8th, A.J. Allmendinger is ninth. Matt Truex, Martin Truex Jr. is 10th, Brad Keselowski is 11th, Daniel Suarez is 12th, Eric Almarola is 13th, Austin Sendrick is 14th, Corey LaJoy is 15th, and Travis Pastrana rounding out the top 16, although this is only one race into a very long 2023 regular season in the NASCAR Cup Series. And looking at what's coming up this weekend in the Cup Series, they'll be back in action as the West Coast Swing will begin as they'll be at Auto Club Speedway this upcoming Sunday, February 26th for the Pala Casino 400. The green flag will drop at 3.30 p.m. Eastern Time. The Big Fox Television will have the television coverage for you. And the Motor Racing Network will have your radio coverage as well, which you can also listen to on Sirius XM NASCAR channel 90 so there you go that is your racing recap for this week's edition of the southern race week radio podcast hey this is jamie mcmurray and you're listening to southern race week all right welcome back to this brand new week's edition of southern race week radio for you here along the far flung southern race week radio network at southeast we continue on with this brand new week's edition of southern race week radio along with the southern race week radio podcast and a very honored and privileged to welcome our next guest here via the food depot zoom line as he's getting ready to race on the biggest stage there is, Daytona International Speedway coming up here in just a matter of days as we kick off another season of racing in 2023. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome in racer for Rev Racing in the upcoming Arc Menard Series East season. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Mr. Scott! Mr. Scott, thank you so much for taking the time to join us this week here on Southern Race Week Radio, hopefully you're having a great day today, my friend. Yeah, honestly, not having the best day. I've been feeling kind of under the weather these past this past day. Last night was really, really hard to sleep. It just felt bad, but I've been drinking a lot of stuff, trying to get ready, and you know, I'll be, be ready for the weekend. I know. you got a big uh, big race coming up here in just a matter of days, man. You're going to be kicking off one race in the Arkham Art Series, but if there's going to be one race you want to race at, this is the one you're going to do. You're going to be racing at Daytona International Speedway. Tell me a little bit about your preparation and your thoughts as you get ready for such a big race because you're just going to be racing this one race because the usual driver has an age restriction problem. So this gives you mm -hmm. an opportunity to kind of showcase your talents 
in front of a, a big audience because this race will be on FS1. Yeah, I mean, it, it's huge. And the opportunity came quickly. I honestly, I didn't know this was going to happen to about a, maybe about a month ago. So I, I, had to, I had to get into preparation really quickly. And I start, start doing some sim training with my driver coach, Mark Green. And um, just went out the shop every day, just working, just getting everything ready, getting the car ready. Uh, the test session went really, really well last month. Uh, it was fun. I mean, the, I honestly feel like I race and played a huge, huge part of that, just how I, I com- comfortable everything came inside the car. And it was really good. I couldn't ask for a better test session. So I'm really excited to, to get to the track this weekend and see what we got. Now, even though it's just one race, it's a nationally televised race. It's going to be on FS1. Do you also think of this as an opportunity to kind of showcase and audition your talents a little bit to maybe other teams out there who might be looking for a driver sometime down the road? Is this per- a perfect opportunity for you to kind of expose yourself a little bit to maybe a new audience of people? Uh, to be honest, you saying that is kind of the first time we even thought about that. Um, I just I was I want to do well for me and my team and everybody behind me that supports me this whole step separately. But now that you said it, it's kind of it kind of would be a, a pretty pretty cool to to showcase that and have a have a have a good race this weekend because everybody's gonna be watching because it's on FS1. So um, yeah, now that you said it, it's definitely gonna be a good thing in the back of my mind to think about. And one of the big benefits of being at Rev Racing is you have a whole bunch of drivers who have been through the experience that you're about to get, you know, into for your first year in the Arkham and Eats series. Who have you gone to? What kind of advice have you gotten? And is it beneficial to have those people in that stable of drivers for you to be able to go to and say, hey, you know, what can I expect? It's huge. I mean, like Nick Sanchez has been every this program through the Legends, Late Models, Arkham Menards East, Arkham Menards National Series, now he's in the Truck Series. So having a guy that came on my team is is is, is honestly all you can ask been through every step that you've gone through and going to be through. So um, definitely want to use his notebook and try to pick his brain about different things. He's obviously really, really good at these type of plate tracks and um, intermediate tracks. He's really good with air. So I'm definitely going to try to talk to him a lot and see if he has to say any tips you can give me. Speaking with Rev Racing driver LaVar Scott here on the Southern Race Week Radio. Now, LaVar, as you've kind of advanced through the ranks, do you prepare differently for different types of events? Are you going to kind of do things maybe a little differently when you get to ARCA than you might have done in the late models? Is, do you kind of change things a little bit, or do you kind of keep the same routine together of how you get ready for a race? Um, I think mentally it's kind of the same, but preparation, like on track, you have to do different things. You have to uh, practice different things like this. You have to start practicing with air and a draft and how side drafting works and pushing works. Um, It's a completely different completely different thing than I've ever been in. All I did was like late models at Hickory and Tri-County and stuff like that. So um. It's a big learning curve, but um, I think preparation is, is still mentally the same. Just going, know you can do it, and and you want to perform for your for your family, for your team, and everybody behind you. But um, just the uh, preparation as as a driver is kind of different. As you look at the schedule and see the tracks that you will be racing at, is there any tracks out there that you're really excited and, and anticipating getting out there and 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 riding around in? Dover, Dover's about an hour from my hometown, so um, that's a track that uh, a lot of my friends and family's gonna be able to be at. So I definitely want to perform really well there. Um. I know we had a pretty good package there with Raj and Nick last last year and the year before. So um, I'll go out there and do good. And I'm definitely going to prep for that one big time. But uh, all, all the tracks are, are going to be different and, and exciting to be on. So uh, it's going to be a good year. Now, as you switch to now the Arkham and East series from, like you said, the other series before, you have a whole new set of crew members, new crew chief, new kind of team that you've got to kind of uh, get to know. Have you had that opportunity to kind of hang out with those guys? I know you probably have done a lot of practicing and everything like that, but have you had an opportunity to kind of sit down with them, converse with them, kind of get to know them, and, and for you to kind of introduce yourself to them as well and, and get that kind of a 
team because it's obviously a team. You're just a part of the team, but those crew members yeah. are a very essential for you. How's that? How's that relationship been going on since uh, the off season and getting ready for uh, a season kicking off here soon? Honestly, like to be completely honest about, it, like it's been nothing but awesome. Uh, Jamie, Jamie Jones, and my other guy Lupo, we like everything's clicking perfectly so far. Um, they understand me, I understand them. We have jokes, we joke around each other all day, but we also get work done and uh, no one sounds be serious and actually learning and, and listen to them and uh, their advice. They, they, Lupo's been through it all. He's been on Jeff Gordon's car for a long, long time. Jamie Jones keeps a lot of successful people and he with a lot of big races he won. So, um. To have those two guys on my corner on my side, and plus Glenn Parker, this is I can't I can't ask for anything better. So I'm really happy to get to hear going with these guys and see what we can do. Now I'm able to see you on Zoom, and I can tell how excited you are and how fired you up for the season here. Tell me about your experience in Rev Racing because I've sp I spoke to Max Siegel a couple of weeks ago here on the show, and I'm very impressed with what how his team works. That you guys kind of start off you know, kind of getting your feet into the water and then basically kind of getting into the deep end. Tell me about the development program with Rev Racing, helping you develop as a driver to get to where you are right now. Honestly, Rev Racing is in NASCAR drop diversity is huge and very, very detrimental in somebody's racing career. I know if it wasn't for this program, I, I honestly couldn't say where I'd be at right now. I still racing dirt cars somewhere up north. Uh, which isn't bad, but it's not where my ultimate goal was, and that's to be in the National Cup Series one day. So, um, without this program, me and you would not be talking right now. Like, it's so many, there's so many things that would not be happening because of this program. And it's, I feel like this, I feel like these past three years, past four years, it's it's picked up tremendously. Just the amount of success it's had, the amount of variety it has, and has gotten these past few years. Um, so I feel like now is like the perfect time to be a part of this team and really give it your all because uh. Look at look at Raj and look at Nick Sanchez. So um, it's definitely working, and uh, I'm great to be a part of it. Very happy I wanted, to be a part of it. And I wanted to bring that up. Rev Racing has such a great alumni of racers who are now racing in Cups, Xfinity. You mentioned Raja, who's going to be a rookie in the Truck Series. Nick Sanchez, as well, who's still part of the Rev Racing team for the trucks. Um, as you look at the people who have come through the program and the success that they've had, how excited does that make you to know that at some point you could be in that position where you could be racing on? Saturday or even Sundays uh, in one of the NASCAR major series that go out that one, out there. Yeah, it makes me very, very hungry. hungry. Uh, just knowing that honestly comes down to me. I just got to gotta put my head down and do it and, and stay focused and keep working and do it. Um, I know we have the cars, we have the equipment, we have the personnel around around me. It's just it's a, a big, big part, part of it is going to fall down on me and just performing each and every week. So um. Seeing what those guys did, Nick obviously won the championship last year. Raj had really good finishes. Um, I know I have good stuff. I stay focused and keep keep prepping and do it. As you get ready for your first season, what are your expectations? Do you have goals that you set for yourself? Uh, what What do you hope to get out of the the first season in the Arkham and Art East series? Learn a ton. Uh, show improvement throughout the year. Keep the car keep the car in one each and every week. Um, but yeah, that obviously. Learning a ton and it's proving and showing and proving to myself that I, I can do this and I, I can roll with these guys. Um, but I do want to get some wins. I think that'd be really really cool. Uh, I think wins 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 fixes all. So um, that's that's a goal too. Well, Lavar, we're really excited to see how your season turns out for your first year in the Arkham and Art East series. If our listeners want to keep up with your progress, keep up with what's going on with you, maybe even purchase merchandise if you have any available. Where can they go to get information about you and keep up with what's going on with you throughout the season? 
Yeah, so uh, LeVar.Scott34 on Instagram, LeVar.Scott on Facebook, and LeVar.Scott on Twitter. And uh, anytime you're going to DM me about anything, I'm always, always, DMs always open to answer questions for you guys. So uh, thank you so much for having me too, man. This is, I love doing injuries, especially for you. Really cool guy. Hey everyone, it's Jeb Burton, and you're listening to Southern Race Week. All right, welcome back to this brand new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you here along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio Network at Southfield. As we continue on with this week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast. And we're very honored and privileged to welcome our next guest here via the Food Depot Zoom line as he's getting set to kick off his rookie year in the Craftsman Truck Series for GMS Racing. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome in Mr. Raja Caruth. Mr. Caruth, thank you so much for taking the time to join us this week here on Southern Race Week Radio. Hopefully you're having a great day today, my friend. Thanks, Alfred. I've been wide open for this literally the entire what like six or seven weeks so far of 2023 so took a personal day and uh had workouts in the morning got my hair cut and just kind of relaxed now this has been just a crazy off season for you just last year you wrapped up an arc of an art series you finished third on the points uh with rev racing during the off season you signed now with gms racing and now a rookie driver in the craftsman truck series so tell me about the offseason, man. What was it like, the adjustment from going from Rev Racing, the GMS Racing, and dealing with the media? Because you've really been a spotlight for the Arkham Arch Series, another successful driver that came out of that Rev Racing program. And now you're taking your talents to the Truck Series and to GMS Racing. So how was that adjustment in the offseason, preparing yourself? Yeah, I mean, Alfred, I've had a pretty tumultuous last uh Let's see, from October, October, November, December, January, February. So five, six months, um, really the highest of highs and the lowest of lows professionally and personally. So I feel like I've grown a lot as a, as a young man. Um, honestly, like with how the ARCA season went, it, it really left me bitter for a lot of last year. And um, I didn't really handle that the best personally and like professionally. And so I made a lot of improvements this winter in my approach. And I started doing therapy the back half of last year and continued it through the winter. And that's something that's really helped me both in my career, but also on a you know daily basis because I am a, a full-time student as well. Um, I mean, I've been also having workouts, you know, Monday through Wednesdays in the mornings, you know, at the, the GM tech center and that's been a whole lot of fun with, with Dan Jansen. That's our trainer with the GM driver development program with Josh and Josh Wise and Scott Speed. I feel like I've made leaps and bounds from where I ended last year. And the sign with GMS, that which the deal honestly came together after Phoenix. And uh, which was, I mean, crazy because, you know, we, we started negotiations with, or not negotiations, but talks with essentially almost every Chevrolet, not every, because I didn't, didn't really talk to anybody at Hendrick, but most of the Chevrolet feeder program slash teams, um, especially like starting off in April and stuff like that. And, you know, GMS really just stood out as the, you know, the logical next step and, you know, having the, the support from, from General Motors and the Wendell Scott Foundation and uh, Worldwide Technology was, uh, was, was the key because, you know, anywhere else I would have gone, I would have, we would have had to, you know, raise money and probably wouldn't have been a full-time gig. So um, it was the best of both of, for all parties, you know, to, to be aligned with GMS and, you know, Legacy Motor Club on the cup side. You know, Jimmy Johnson's one of my heroes, and to drive for him is, is amazing. And uh, it, it's really just been a great offseason. I've grown, like I said, personally. Um, I've matured, I feel like, you know, compared to how I, I handled things last year to this point. And 
Um, I'm just ready to get to work and, and uh, prove everybody that I got what it takes and prove it to myself. But honestly, I mean, I know I can do it. So it's just to show everybody that it is uh, put some put some results down, basically. Now, you mentioned Jimmy Johnson is a seven time champion. You also have another seven time champion with you at GMS Racing with the Legacy team. And that's also the king, Richard Petty. I was I follow you on social media and I saw you doing a Fox uh, shoot with Shannon Spank as well as as the king. I yeah. mean, I know like four, four years, about three or four years ago when we first did our first interview with you to see you grow. And now here you are with two of the legends of the sport in, in the king and, and Jimmy Johnson. Are there times where you you sit back and you go, I can't believe what is going on with with my life now? Where you started, especially kind of the un, you kind of done the untraditional route of getting into the sport, where you weren't doing like go karts and and stuff like that growing up. You did the i racing, learned that way, and now here you are with two of the legends of the sport. I mean, is it? Do you still kind of trip out a little bit when you think about it? Yeah, definitely, definitely. I got to remind myself, um, just because, really, like I said, up until like the last six months, with everything that fortunately has happened in my favor and things that haven't happened in my favor, I just kind of just brush things off and go with the flow and not really kind of address them in my head. So now I've been really focusing on being in the moment and enjoying the things that that occur to me and that I had the opportunity to do. Like this winter, I mean, I've been able to build a relationship with, with Alvin Kamara to go, you know, across the country and represented the sport that I love and meet some of my heroes. Um, I mean, I got to drive on the, at the Coliseum in, in a pace car and like, I don't know if they'll ever do that again. And so I, I can say that, um, you know, I got the chance to drive in the L.A. Coliseum. And uh, basically, just to answer your question, I've been trying to be more more in the moment and uh, enjoy it and savor them versus always looking forward to the uh, the next thing. Speaking with rookie driver for GMS Racing in the Craftsman Truck Series, Raja Karuth, on this week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio. And you mentioned the Wendell Scott Foundation. Uh, they're you're one of your primary sponsors for the season. And that's such a great foundation. And for Wendell Scott to get the recognition that he well deserves uh, over the last few years and to be a part of that team, what's that like for you to have the Wendell Scott on your truck as you enjoy your rookie year? It, it means the the entire world to me just because, you know, the, the legacy that not only Wendell, but his family have created in the sport of NASCAR or the sport of stock car racing, I should say, and in the world of NASCAR is it's an honor to add to that and, and create my own path, but also receive the torch from, from their family to, to myself. And really it's uh it's a dream come true. You know, in school, every chance I had, I would do a project on, on the Scott family and Wendell and his accomplishments on and off the racetrack. And, um, you know, him being the first bike driver to, to win and, and be competitive on the cup series circuit is, is really significant. So to, be the I get to be the guy that that drives with with his name and his family and their foundation on, on my truck and my vehicle across the country is uh, is a dream and you know I, I want to get do my best to give it give uh give him a good ride. Now going into your rookie year, what are your expectations? What are your goals? What do you have a checklist of things that you want to be able to accomplish during this this first campaign for you? I mean a little bit. I, uh, last year I learned Scott Speed told me that uh, I shouldn't. It's not ideal to. Uh, set goals and stuff based off of like a, a, an outcome, like X amount of wins, X, Y, and Z about, you know, things that you have zero control out of or zero control of, I should say. Um, the only thing you really have control of is your execution, your preparation and your instincts. And with that being said, I expect 
because I've done it this off season and I'm, I plan on continuing it throughout this year that I want to be as prepared as I can be for every racetrack. It doesn't matter if I've been there five different times and a late model or an ARCA car to uh, me going to a place for the first time. I'm going to pr prepare just as hard and be just as uh, fierce and tenacious in, in my preparation and my approach. And, you know, I expect with my work ethic and the team that I have around me at GMS that uh, the results will be very fruitful. And uh, there's no reason why we can't race for a championship and be in the final four for Phoenix in uh, November. Now, uh, if our listeners want to follow along with your progress, social media, purchase merchandise and keep up with what's going on with you, where can our listeners go to get the information about you and, and keep up with your, your season here in, in the, the Craftsman Truck Series? Yeah, I've been trying to get some merch done, man, but it's it's so busy because I'm really like it's just literally me and my dad. So I've been trying to like get because I got the designs from Harris Lou and he made them and I'm trying to get Swell Link to to do them. I just haven't put all the pieces together. So um, merch will be hopefully soon. Maybe maybe it'll be a first win merch from this weekend, but we'll see. Um, my website's rajacruth.com. I've got uh you know, all my social media platforms, a little bit backstory about me and my partners and how I've gotten to this point. So uh, if you want to learn about, more about me, hit up the website and uh, I'll have some cool, cool shirts and hats out soon. Hi, this is Justin Ashley, and you're listening to Southern Race Week. All right, welcome back to this brand new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you here along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio Network. It's Alfie. As we continue with this brand new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast, we're very honored and privileged to welcome our next guest here via the Food Depot hotline as he joins us for another year of NASCAR coverage for us here on Southern Race Week Radio as he's coming to us live from Daytona as he's a part of Media Day as we get set for the Great American Race coming up on Sunday that the Motor Racing Network will have full coverage from at Daytona, and one of the many voices you'll hear during that broadcast is one of our great friends of the show. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome in Mr. Mike Bagley! Hello and welcome from the World Center of Racing, my friend. How are we doing? Oh, Mr. Bagley, we're doing extremely well, and I know you're fired up and excited as we kick off another season of NASCAR on the Motor Racing Network as you and all your gang of friends will be gathered around Daytona to bring us all the action uh, for the uh, Daytona 500, my man. And, you know, listening to you during the week leading up to the race on the morning drive, which you can listen to every morning on Sirius XM NASCAR Channel 90, a lot of great coverage and uh, a lot of great infos we get set for the Great American Race. But as we listen to you interview drivers getting ready for a season of NASCAR here. How about you as a broadcaster? How do you prepare? Well, I'll tell you, to be honest, my preparations began last spring when the announcements start coming out about who's going where in 23. You'll get that March or April or May signing. You'll get Rumble says, I actually start updating notes for then. And then as we end the season, you know, we've got a good list in all the series that of all the drivers that are changing teams that are coming in, going out, making manufacturer changes and all that. And then all off-season, just update that. I'm able to talk with a lot of people, connect with a lot of people through the serious show um, and get ready to obviously come down here to Daytona. But it literally is a 24-7 job. I was doing team charts the morning of Christmas. Wow. I was waiting for the family to show up. Everything was in the oven. Like, well, let me dip in the office. Let me update that Xfinity Series driver chart, right? So the, the, the updates never stop. The preparation never stops. As we get closer, it ramps up. And, of course, as you can hear behind me, cars on the racetrack at Daytona. It's a beautiful day in Daytona. We're all ready to go. Everybody has smiles on their faces. 
and everybody is ready to hit the racetrack. Now, this must be a very unique experience for you on Media Day because of so many changes that occurred during the offseason, drivers moving, uh, numbers changing, new teams, new sponsorships, whole bunch of changes that have been going on, some recent announcements on contract extensions as well. Um, what's it like to see, let's say, um, a Kyle Busch uh, wearing a completely different uh, uniform, driving in a completely different team with a whole new number? What, what, what was that like when you got to talk to him? There's no question that he has been the biggest free agent signing since Dale Earnhardt Jr. went to Hendrick Motorsports. By him leading Joe Gibbs after being there for 15 years, coming over. I've already talked to Austin, his teammate, Austin Dillon, and the impact has already been made over at RCR. They talk differently. They go about things differently. Kyle interjects things that, you know, suggesting what they should. And the team is taking those suggestions. Why wouldn't you? He's a two-time cup champion, and he's Kyle Busch. So I think that through what he possesses in his ability to drive a race car, coupled with the fact that RCR wants to win championships and races again, that, to me, is a match made in heaven. And, and I'm, I'm waiting to see what kind of yield we get from that, but also Kyle's body language and, and, and seeing how he reacts to being in a new place and, quite frankly, being in a Chevrolet for the first time in 15 years. Speak with Mike Bagley, turn announcer for the Motor Racing Network, and also you can listen to him every weekday morning on Sirius NASCAR Channel 90 for the morning drive. And just reading here that Daniel Suarez has signed an extension with Trackhouse, among other uh, moves that have occurred here over the last uh, few days. Uh, got his first win of the season last year. Real, that Trackhouse team made some noise early in the season, kind of faded out a little bit near the end. But, uh, I mean, that's a pretty huge deal for Daniel Suarez, who's kind of been in limbo over the first couple of years of his career. Now seems that he's found himself a home at a Trackhouse. He has. He, uh, it was announced earlier today, multi-year contract extension for Daniel Suarez. I have visited with him today. He's excited. I mean, he really loves Trackhouse. He, he has bought into um, their mission statement, the way they go about business. And I believe, and, and so does he, that Daniel Suarez has found a home. He and Ross Chastain are the drivers over there in 2023. They're going to have a part-time car, that Project 91 car, on the track at times. They tried for Daytona. They decided to wave it off, and they'll, they'll get to that third opportunity later in the year, that part-time effort. But I believe between Daniel and Ross, things are in good hands. They're walking a little, a little prouder coming into this season, knowing what they did last season and all the successes that came along with that. Now, the last big story this year, Jimmy Johnson coming back. A couple of years in the IndyCar Series. Now he's back, now uh, leading that GMS uh, Petty team, now Legacy. Um, I've had some kind of mixed emotions from some of the drivers' feelings about Jimmy returning to, uh, to NASCAR. What, what are your thoughts, and, and what have you heard from maybe some of the drivers that you've had the opportunity to talk to about Jimmy returning to the NASCAR Cup Series? Well, personally, I think it's great. I've missed him. Uh, Jimmy Johnson is a great guy, class guy, obviously a seven-time champion, and he's done a lot for this sport. I like the fact we're going to get him back. IndyCar's had him for a couple of years. We're going to get him back for five races, but he's also immersed himself in the ownership group over at uh, Legacy Motor Club, the old, the old petty GMS, as it were. And I think that he can bring an impact. He can work with that rookie driver, Noah Gregson. He can help Eric Jones. I think he can add a lot to the mix. And I've always been a big a, a, a proponent of Jimmy Johnson because of what he's done for the sport, how he's handled himself, the class that he possesses. And I think that he will be able to make an impact. But 
He has to qualify his way into the Daytona 500, something he's never had to do before. Uh, Mr. Bagley, if our listeners want to follow along with you and, and keep up with what's going on in the latest in NASCAR news and information, uh, we're going to go about following you on social media to keep up with all that news and info. At the Mike Bagley, B-A-G-L-E-Y, on Twitter. Hey, guys, this is Stephanie Moyer with Fast Track Racing in the Arkham Menard Series East, and you're listening to Southern Race Week. All right, welcome back to this brand-new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you here along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio Network at Southie. And once again, thanks to our great guests for joining us this week. Of course, LaVar Scott from Rev Racing, who will be driving for his first year in the Arkham Menard East Series. Thanks to him. Also, Raja Karuth. Rookie driver in the Craftsman Truck Series for GMS Racing. Great friend of the show. Appreciate him taking the time. And also Mike Bagley of the Motor Racing Network. And also you can listen to him weekday mornings, 7 a.m. until 11 a.m. Eastern on Sirius XM NASCAR Channel 90. And he'll also be a part, as we mentioned, of the Motor Racing crew that will be bringing you coverage of the Daytona 500 coming up on Sunday afternoon for race coverage on the radio. It all starts at 1.30 p.m. on the Motor Racing Network with the green flag dropping at about 2.30 p.m. Eastern time. So uh, thank you so much for those great guests. And we have another uh, star-studded edition of Southern Race Week Radio coming up next week. How about this? we got Tyler Reddick going to be on the show next week. Also, Jacqueline Drake of Flow Racing. We have another jam-packed, exciting episode of Southern Race Week Radio coming up for you next week as we're officially into the swing of things as the racing is kicking off here, as we mentioned on Sunday, with NASCAR Cup Series and the running of the great American race, the 65th annual running of the uh, Daytona 500. And also, as William mentioned at the beginning of the show, we're giving away trips to the Holiday Inn there in Panama City Beach, Florida. And then also we got race tickets to give away for Atlanta Motor Speedway for the Ambetter Health 400 race weekend. And to get all the information and details, make sure you check out our social media platforms like our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Week, and follow us on Twitter at SRW Radio. So uh, once again, thank you so much for taking the time to join us this week here on Southern Race Week Radio. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, and we'll join you again next week right here on Southern Race Week Radio along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio Network. Mm-hmm.